Gray is here on the Blaze Radio Network. Good morning, Americans. It's Friday. It is. We got there. Doesn't feel like a Friday. Uh, <sighs> had a bit of a disaster on the way into work. Yeah. Flat tire I'm trying to deal with right now. So the phone may ring. Okay. <laughs> at any moment. Because my roadside assistance person yeah. having a hard time finding the building as everybody always does. I don't know why. Huh. People come here from... There, there's some guy who drove here from Minnesota one time. <laughs> Upstate Minnesota. He found us he perfectly found fine no at problem. three in the morning. Yeah. But roadside assistance, they can't find us. He is not they the can. only one that has arrived at this building from no, out I of know. state. I, I know. <laughs> uh, and they all find us just, just fine. fine. But uh, when I mean, you it's need not somebody, a small building. Either. No, it's like a it's, series of buildings. We're the first one, and they still can't get it. Still it's, can't get it's it. amazing. If I remember right, the word one mm. is on the f- <laughs> facing the road. Yes. So Yes. Yes, it is. Yeah, but it's confusing because the number two is on the door. Hmm. Oh, on it the is. garage door. Yeah. You're going to have to just believe oh, me. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, okay. Oh, okay. Down the door, yeah. Yeah, but that's yeah, yeah, yeah. two. Yeah. But so and they don't know bus, that's, that's just loading dock yeah. two. I don't try that, to confuse them. It's not building two. I just say biggest building. <laughs> It's complicated. The big building. Look for us in between the fake Italian scene and the parking lot. <laughs> I just tweeted a picture of that the other day. Did you? Yeah. yeah because it's that. a creepy faceless family standing on the balcony staring at you every thing. morning. Right. I love that. Thing. Yeah, I do too. Uh, I, I took a picture of it the other day because... The moon was just over it, and it was so big. That's what I took. And so that, That's bright. the picture I tweeted. Oh, is it really? Because it looked like the moon was sitting on top of that building. I was like, I have pulled up here every morning for years, and I've never seen it. So at incredible, that spot. so yeah. beautiful. Yeah. And I, but my picture didn't do it justice, so I didn't send it. But it was incredible. The moon has been amazing lately. It has. It, you know, last month was the big deal where it was the blue moon and it was supposed to be the closest yeah, we had a couple it ever of them. gets. Yeah, a... It looks just as close, if not closer now. Yeah. Did something happen where we're being sucked into the moon or the moon's being sucked into the earth? No, but I'm, someone, I'm here someone here moved the sun away from Texas, which affected the yes. way... Or moved okay. the sun away from Texas. Which not very far, the though, because it's still damn hot. Which okay. I'm tired of it! <laughs> Can we stop with the 97 degrees in... Almost October. It's not 115. So I know that's true. That's true. So there you go. Uh, but uh, it's it's a big day today. We've got the agenda 21 thing to discuss, and we'll uh, start next hour. Right in about an hour from now, mm-hmm. we're going to talk to yeah. a guy about uh, agenda 21 or 3030 or 2030 or, or whatever 30, they call it now. 30, 30 for 30, 30, 30 for 30 by 2030. International edition. By 2030, yeah. Right, right. Hard to believe we're already at the very end of September, isn't it? It seems like we were just playing this. Everything wrong. Just starting. It sure does, right? Doesn't it? Yes. Come September. So good. Maybe September. It's like we just played it. We just played it. 
And here it is. Tomorrow's the last day of September, heading into October and Halloween already. I noticed that uh, Costco, is it Costco? Yeah, it's Costco that put out all their Christmas stuff on September 1st. Yeah. September 1st, everything was out Christmas-wise, and they just skipped past Halloween. They skipped no, they had past some Halloween stuff over there. some the Halloween yeah, stuff. Yeah, some stuff over yeah. there in the corner. There's some stuff over there for you. Skip Thanksgiving. Bye-bye. We're going directly to Christmas. Uh, and, and Sam's has a little bit of both. Right yeah, they now. do. So I don't know if it's like that it, every Sam's or every Costco. I think it is. I think that's their game plan. Guy. I think that's their game plan. All right. You let me go, see. Go change a uh, tire now? Or? They've arrived. Okay. Look for them. Well, I can't. So a little busy right now, but thank you. They, they, they did text. So I think they might have found the building. <laughs> Congratulations. You know, if you've ever had uh, a text that you wanted to send to Pat mm-hmm. and hope that he reads it, now's your chance because <laughs> he's really looking at his phone right I now. I really am. Yes, I'm really paying attention right now because <laughs> I don't want to come out there and see my f- tire still flat at, at, when I'm ready to go home. That pisses me off. I know. It's very It's like, oh, <laughs> no. All right. I guess that uh, impeachment, the inquiry. Is he out? Is going on. We get rid of him? We, we, <laughs> no. get, we impeached him? He's done? No. No? Not quite, Not quite oh, okay. yet. We just. Okay, we might have to wait till Monday on that. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Because yeah. I'm sure they're going to get the job done, though. Right? Well, right. I mean, they're, they're working on that and the looming government shutdown. Right. So we got we got the looming government shutdown. Mm-hmm. We've got the uh, the impeachment thing. We've got the Menendez situation. Mm-hmm. Uh, and uh, Matt Gates was talking about Senator Bob Menendez <laughs> yesterday. And then somebody set this to music. See if you recognize oh, this. Good. This okay. We are devaluing American money so rapidly that in America today, you can't even bribe Democrat senators with cash alone. You need to bring gold bars to get the job done, just so that the bribes hold value. <laughs> I mean, that's, that's genius. Uh, that really was. That was epic. Because that did sound like Jerry Seinfeld delivery, didn't it? <laughs> that was the opening of a Seinfeld yeah, episode. You gotta do a gold bar. bar. (laughs) That's good. I don't do a Jerry Seinfeld, but that was uh, nicely done. Uh, The GOP also made an ad illustrating just how angry Joe Biden gets when you dare Mm. ask him questions about he and his son's questionable business dealings. That's this is fun. You said I set up my son to work in an oil company. Isn't that what you said? Get your word straight, Jack. There's been no indication of any conflict of interest from Ukraine or anywhere else. Period. Let's focus on the problem. Focus on this man, what he's doing that no president has ever done. You a damn liar, man. That company wanted access to you. Well, that's not true. You're saying things you do not know what you're talking about. No one said that. Who said that? Who said that? There is no conflict. Everybody's saying. It's all a lie. Old man. Wow. Dang. I, I can't with this guy. I know. I, can't. I know. I, I just can't. Uh, he's the worst. He's absolutely. And, you know, he's the president. So if he were to confront you yeah. like that. It's intimidating. It, it, it is. Nobody wants that. Right. You know, none of the press want that. You want to you want to stand there and get dressed down by the president of right. the United States? Like, what, uh, a tad intimidating, you hey, know, Joe. Especially when 
the press is on his side. They're on his side, and they they want continued access to him. Right. And if he gets too pissed off, he's going to deny you that. You're not going to get any more access to ask him anything. Your whole network could right. be waiting for you. Hey, right. We got a call from the White House. Didn't appreciate the yeah tough questions today. Right. I mean, how how likely is it? it's really likely very likely that yes. he would do that if you continue if it hasn't down already happened. Yeah. I mean, it's despicable. And the press, that's their job, is to hold his feet to the fire. Supposed to be. But he sure doesn't act like it. He thinks their job is to glorify him. That's what he thinks. (laughs) Well, they've certainly done that. And they've done a really good job (laughs) up until now. I think some of them are starting to get tired of glorifying him because there's no glory there. There's only shame, embarrassment, uh, despicable actions, evil all oozing out of the executive office. And they're getting in the way of them doing their job. When the, when the media is inconvenienced, then you're going to get their wrath, right? And, yeah. and that's starting to happen. So House Minority Leader Hakeem Jeffries says there's no evidence against Joe Biden. So why even have an impeachment <laughs> inquiry? This no is an impeachment inquiry that is not going to yield a scintilla of evidence <laughs> that President Biden engaged in any wrongdoing because what are you worried about there is no that? evidence okay. that President Biden engaged in any wrongdoing. Okay. <laughs> there is no evidence. Okay. But that's. Huh. All right. Uh, it's the opposite of that, but thank yeah. you. Thanks for your input there, Hakeem. Uh, at the start of yesterday's impeachment inquiry, Chairman Jim Jordan laid out the case. Oh, yeah, he'll might he oh. might tell us about some of the evidence. Oh, okay, that there is. Hmm. You know, this is a tale as old as time. Politician takes action that makes money for his family, and then he tries hmm. to conceal it. Never forget four fundamental facts: Hunter Biden gets put on the board of Burisma. Gets paid a lot of money. Hunter Biden's not qualified. Fact number two to sit on the board. Not my words, his words. He said he got on the board because of the brand, because of the name. Fact number three, the executives at Burisma asked Hunter Biden to weigh in and help them with the pressure they are under from the prosecutor in Ukraine. Fact number four, Joe Biden goes to Ukraine on December 9th, 2015, gives the speech attacking the prosecutor that starts the process of getting that guy fired. Those facts, by the way, are consistent with what the confidential human source told the FBI and the FBI recorded in the 1023 form, the same form that the Justice Department didn't want to let this committee see. And all those facts, all of that was further confirmed yesterday with the information that the Ways and Means Committee released from the whistleblowers Shapley and Ziegler. Here's a communication from Hunter Biden to an executive with Burisma. Devin and I do feel comfortable with Blue Star strategy, the, uh, strategies and the ability of Sally and Karen to deliver. <coughs> Hunter Biden put Burisma in, in touch with Blue Star strategies. What were they going to deliver? Well, that was in a communication released yesterday as well. U.S. officials in Ukraine and in the United States need to express support for Burisma and Nikolai Zalsevsky to the highest level decision makers, the president of Ukraine, the president's chief of staff, and the prosecutor general. That's what they were going to deliver. And were they successful? The interior minister confirmed that Zolachevsky is no longer wanted. We won in less than a year communications between the folks at Blue Star 
and Eric Sherwin, who was Hunter Biden's business partner, uh, uh, partner. Awesome work. Congratulations to you guys. Those are the communications. That's what they got done. And remember, when this happens in October 2016, when, they, when the pressure is taken off, the cases dropped against Olachevsky, this is the second prosecutor. Joe Biden fired the first one. The second prosecutor comes in, drops the charges. That's exactly what they wanted done. And the final step, the final step is the Biden Justice Department tries to sweep it all under the rug. They slow walk the investigation. They let the statute of limitations lapse for the most important years, 14 and 15, the Burisma years when all that income's coming in. They try to put together this sweetheart deal and get it past the judge. And we learned yesterday in the search warrant application, in the search warrant, examining Hunter Biden's electronic communications, they weren't allowed to ask about political figure one. Political figure number one is the big guy, is Joe Biden. Hmm. And they would have gotten away with it all. They would have gotten away with it all, except for two brave whistleblowers who sat in those seats two months ago and told their story. And their story has stood up. Two brave whistleblowers and a judge in Delaware who said, we're not going to let this happen. That's why we're here today. That's why this inquiry is so darn important. It's, it's a, the oldest story in the world, and those are the facts. So, obviously, they got nothing. <laughs> nothing. They got nothing. Nothing. So, did that qualify as a scintilla? No. No, no. it didn't. That's not even a scintilla of information right there. Okay. Yeah. That's great. Maybe it's a scintilla in Keith math. But not in real life, okay? I mean, yeah. is there, do you have Joe Biden holding the gun and the gun is still smoking? No, not yet. But I mean, you've got everything else. You've got everything else. This looks like it leads right to him. Uh, can they prove that positively right this second? I, uh-huh. I don't know. Maybe not. But we'll see. There's certainly enough. To look into this. Yes. To do the inquiry. There's certainly enough to start impeachment process. There, uh, There's way more than enough on that. Plus, there's so many other things that this guy has done that are just uh, high crimes and misdemeanors. He's destroying this country. And can you be impeached for wantingly destroying the country? I, I would so. like to say yes to I'd that. I'd like to say yes to that <laughs> as well. Also, uh, Nancy Mace presented... Uh, a little bit of the case as well. Today, we're going to bring the facts. Today, we are going to bring the evidence. In 2017, the Joe Biden family teamed up with Chinese company CEFC to make millions off of granting access to Joe Biden. Hunter even arranged for Joe Biden to share office space with the CCP-aligned company CEFC. My Democrat colleagues say none of this is relevant because Joe Biden wasn't vice president while his family did these shady deals. Turns out that's complete and total it's a lie. Hunter Biden referred to access to his father as the keys to his family's only asset. Those words are going to come back and haunt Hunter Biden and his family forever. Yesterday, the Ways and Means Committee released an FBI memo on the interview they had with Tony Bobolinsky, a former Biden partner in crime. I'll read a bit of that right now. Okay. The work conducted by CEFC, Gilliard, Walker, Hunter Biden, James Biden, and Yee over the preceding two years was discussed in detail. In particular, CEFC was closing significant investment deals in Poland, Kazakhstan, Romania, Oman, and the Middle East during this period of time. Period of time is in reference to the years 2015 and 2016, when guess what? Joe what? Biden was vice president. 
president. As an aside, Rob Walker in previous testimony also confirmed that Joe Biden attended a meeting with the head of CEFC. So now we know CEFC was working with the Biden family while Joe Biden was vice president. And I'll continue reading from Tony Bobolinsky's report, which says, and I quote Bobolinsky, Hunter Biden and James Biden did not receive compensation because Joe Biden was still vice president during this time period. There is a concern it would be improper for payments to be made to Hunter Biden and James Biden by by CEFC due to its close affiliation with the Chinese government. Hunter mm. Biden and James Biden both wanted to be compensated for the assistance they had provided to CEFC's ventures. In particular, they believe CEFC owed them money for the benefits that accrued to CEFC through its use of the Biden family name to advance their business dealings. The Bidens, coincidentally, were paid over a million dollars by CCP-affiliated Chinese company CEFC shortly after Joe Biden left office as vice president. Now we know why, because it was back pay. Oh. I'm going to show another image. This is a text message between Hunter Biden and Gong Wen Dong, an agent of CEFC. Oh, yeah. I do. Hunter I says, do. my uncle you will be here with his Gong brother Dong. in all caps. Oh, AKA, also known as like Kevin. say hello to the chairman. <laughs> Pause it for a second. That's priceless right there. <laughs> we should spend some time with that. that Put we, it back up if you would. Yes, absolutely. Uh, Gong Wen Dong, also known as Kevin. <laughs> That's awesome. That's great. That's his. That's his uh, name awesome. tag at the store. Yeah, Kevin. Kevin. I'm Kevin. Kevin. It's like those uh, like telemarketers or yes. The, the, mm-hmm. hi, my name is being kebab. Is it really? Yes. Is it really? Your name is Bob. Yes. Where are you from? Yes, it is Bob from Idaho, Mumbai. Oh, okay. No, you, they never say they're no, from Mumbai. No, they never do. Because then you want to, you want to ask for a supervisor or somebody uh-huh. that you can talk to that you can understand. Yeah. Okay. And they don't want that. Okay, Bob. Um, I've got four questions for you. Uh, you can't ask anyone for help. <laughs> Yeah, right. Uh, uh, All right. Let's hear the rest of this from Nancy. Like to say hello to the chairman. He goes on. Jim's brother, if he's coming, wants to say hello. His uncle's brother. Hmm. I wonder who that could be. I can't quite figure it out. Hunter puts brother in all caps, and it doesn't take a genius to figure this out, but since I'm not always dealing with geniuses in Washington, D.C., has has been illustrated today, I'll spell it out. Nice. The brother of Hunter... Hunter's uncle, Jim, uh-huh. right. is, is Joe J- Biden. Joe Biden. Oh, 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 why was Hunter oh, wow. so secretive about his father? <laughs> I'm going to tell you why. It's because Joe Biden didn't want the American people to know he and his family were getting paid millions and millions of dollars from a company closely tied to the Chinese Communist Party. Uh-huh. CEFC knew paying Biden family members was bad, yeah. so they covered it up. Okay. Hunter knew Joe Biden hanging out with CCP businessmen would be a bad, bad look, mm-hmm. so he tried to pull a genius move on us with this whole my uncle's brother. <laughs> <laughs> and he was just meeting That's with great. Kevin. Right. I mean, aka, why could how could meeting with Kevin be a bad right. thing? Right. Right, Kevin from Pocatello. Let's call him Kevin. He's, he's from Pocatello, Kevin is. So, Pocatello, that's great. Did Kevin. that guy just call you Guangwen? No. <laughs> no, he did not. That's Guangwen Don is not my name. No, no idea he, what you're talking he about. He called me Bob. <laughs> good so stuff. Good. It's so good. And we're supposed to believe that yes. this leads nowhere. This is a dead end. Wow. 
Okay, now let's play a little game here because uh, Democrat Representative Max Frost says Joe's only guilty of one thing. I, now, don't play it just yet because I want us to all <clears throat> guess to guess what that one thing is. I'm going to say loving his son. Hmm. I have not heard this clip yet. So what would okay. you guess? I have one not heard this is? clip. He's but only I, guilty of one thing. But I did hear another clip from another Democrat uh-huh. who is, in fact, from Texas uh, here in Dallas and Tarrant counties. Mm-hmm. Uh, what's her? Jasmine something. Yeah, we got that clip coming. Oh, okay, cool. Just stand by. Uh, mm-hmm. All right. So and she is what you're guessing. Oh, okay. Yeah. So so maybe this one isn't. I, think, I guess I don't know. I don't know. I have not. Right. I have not heard this. But, but Keith, it you already know, me. right? You put it in there. So what's senseless to ask you what you think it is. <laughs> I'm Chris, just waiting for the big reveal. Do you already yeah. know? I do not know. Okay, what do you think it is? Uh, Joe, Joe Biden is only guilty of one thing, according to Max Frost. Love and democracy. Okay, all right. Love he said dem- one thing, love bro. Love democracy. Yeah, yeah. Democracy. <laughs> is it love of democracy? Because that would be one uh, thing. Yeah. Okay, but there you go. Here we go. Okay. This entire <laughs> fake impeachment inquiry isn't about the United States. It's about Hunter Biden. And the only thing the president is can be guilty of here yeah. is being a father. Being a father. Oh. I was right. I got it. Not a loving one, though. Put a a still shot of of that. I know. Look at that. Because somebody uh, pointed this out, (laughs) because I didn't get get to watch a lot of this stuff in real time, but um, whenever a Democrat would speak... They had uh, the shutdown on. They had the little laptop, the countdown. Republican shutdown in two days, 10 hours, 23 minutes, and 39 seconds. You gotta be kidding me. (laughs) So now to your point on Jasmine Crockett. Help me. um, Of course, the clock, I believe, appears in her shot as well. Um, do you have any guesses uh, where she's going to go in the defense of Joe Biden? Uh, I'm going to say hmm? I'm going to say the loving father thing. We're going to yeah. double down on loving yeah, father. Loving okay, father. Let's see what happens here. All right. Okay. On because he's got 91 counts pending right now. But I will tell you what the president has been guilty of. He has unfortunately been guilty of loving his child unconditionally, and that is the only evidence that they have brought forward. And honestly, I hope and pray that my parents love me half as much as he loves his child. Until they find some evidence, we need to get back to the people's work, which means keeping this government open so that people don't go hungry in the streets of the United States. And I will yield. Uh, that's already happening, hon. That's uh, it's already happening. In fact, it's happening. Poor, poor, poor parents uh, in, in your area. Yeah, walk outside your your uh, gilded halls and take a look around you. It's already happening. She knows what microphones do, right? <laughs> that they amplify voice, right? It didn't. She didn't seem to have that knowledge. No, she didn't seem to. But wow. I, and and man, I, I hope that, that her parents call her after that and be like, we do no, we don't, lo- we don't, oh, we love do not. Yeah, love that's you. what they called and yeah. said. We do, just to clear this up, okay? Because we don't want there to be any misunderstandings. <laughs> we don't love you half as much as Joe loves his. Okay, you're too much of a loud mouth. All right. <laughs> <laughs> you are always the annoying child. I'll have you know. <laughs> oh man. Uh, so, uh, that's fun. That's fun. It's fun, right? Democrats. I mean, <laughs> geez. We should get them to answer the question. All right. If this stuff is true, does it matter? Because it's going to turn out to be true. Does it matter to you people? <laughs> well, of course it's because that's, that's the question we didn't ask about Bill Clinton to the Democrats. I didn't do any of this. This is right-wing hysteria. This They're cooking this up. Okay, well, if it is true, does it matter? 
And then when it was found out that it was all true, well, it doesn't matter. That's his private life. We don't care about any of that. Okay, well, let's pin him down this time. If, okay. if any of this is true, should he get out of office? Will you support his impeachment and the removal of this man from the executive office? Let's pin him down there. I'm not good enough with just that, though. I want the man behind bars. No, he bars. should. He should, yes. Wow. But, but the first step is to get him yeah, I out agree. I agree. of the Oval Office. Cause, uh, by the way, Jeffy, I, I realize that Jasmine Crockett was South Dallas County. I uh, think she's part of I, this I didn't, here, I, right? No. Oh, okay. But I didn't realize that that's your, that's your downtown Dallas, uh, that's your city of Dallas representative yeah. right there. Congratulations. That's, that's uh, some of Tarrant uh, County, too, I believe, right? Uh, it doesn't look like it. Okay. Uh, but, it's not what it said on her uh, website, but okay. But I know she's not my rep. It looks like a sliver of Tarrant County, which is the Fort Worth uh, side. So Okay. Yeah. okay. Mm. But, anyway, yeah. well, I mean, it's, it's right here. My yeah. people my people vote Republican. No, I think Beth Van Dunn so. is, is this district, former mayor of Irving. Van Dyne. Here. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. She's done a good job. Yes, yeah, she has. I, 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 like, I like her. Um, so uh, it's nice to have her in, in office. And she just came from mayor of Irving. Right. Became a U.S. representative. That's pretty cool. Mm-hmm. It's good. Uh, Cardi B appeared on the show Hot Ones. All right. Where she ended up talking about history. <laughs> Something else. Check this out. That's where they eat wings, right? Yep. Okay. Mm-hmm. What stays in my mind for a long time mm-hmm. is that I went to FDR's house. Okay. If anybody loves me, know me, I love FDR. You love FDR? Yes, and I love Eleanor Roosevelt. Why? And you know how he got us through the Great Depression. They got with a pause war. It for a second. I love those earrings too. Those yeah. earrings are happening. I I know how he got us through the Great Depression. Really? So much so he loved the Great Depression so much he made it about eleven years longer than it otherwise should have been. <laughs> That's how much he loved the Great well, he Depression. He got us through it though. Yeah, 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 yeah. Eventually, yeah. I mean, eventually he didn't, but eventually we you did know, get through it. You know, I try to predict your reaction, Pat, to clips that <laughs> I send in. Uh huh. Uh, I didn't know that you would stop it there. Really? I actually really? just thought you would be amazed that Cardi B knew history at all. Yeah, that blows well. me away. That, that part does <laughs> surprise me. Because, we- However, this love of yeah. FDR. No, it makes sense, right? Oh, can we yeah. stop with that? He didn't get us through the Depression. No. He elongated it. Yeah, he made it worse. In the rest of the world, they don't call it Nancy Pelosi. They don't call it the Great Depression. <laughs> Why? It wasn't that it great wasn't so in great. other places. <laughs> great meaning long in this particular case. It was just a short depression in other places. But because of everything FDR did, we had to suffer all the way through the 30s into the 40s. And only our manufacturing for World War II lifted us out of the Great Depression. I mean, that's why they, they were rationing clothes and tires and gas Everything. and food all Everything. through the, even at the beginning of the war, they had to do that stuff. Ever seen It's a Wonderful Life? They talk about the rationing. In oh, I mean, it, oh, my, my grandfather did, you know, would take his gas rations and yeah. uh, trade them for food rations in the city. Wow. See? Yeah. I mean, I was trying to wheel in America? Right. People forget that happened. It was it, those were bad times. That's why all you know. So many of our parents. If you're a baby boomer, and I, I guess I was just in the last throes of the baby boom. <laughs> but if you're a baby boomer, your parents went through that, and you heard about it all the time. 
And you heard about it all the time because it was so significant in their lives. Yeah. It shaped everything they did and believed. And they didn't want it to ever happen again. So they tried to take uh, actions that would prevent that from ever happening again. All right, let's see the rest of this. Do we have time for this? Mm-hmm. All right, let's see. It. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> Only president that got elected four time while he's in a wheelchair. <laughs> as Which I grew nobody up, knew. a lot about Eleanor Roosevelt. Right. She had a very sad life. Mm-hmm. And like mm-hmm. when I went to her uh, her house, well, she she had different house from her from her husband because you know um, FDR mama she was always around like and she didn't really like that. Like Eleanor wanted her space, just like me. I want my own space all the time. I uh-huh. saw the room where That's Churchill fact. Fact, and FDR was talking about the nuke. Crazy to me, like, like I'm really here, like I, like I don't know why I'm obsessed with war. Art of I, war, I could hear it with yes, the aliens. Yes, you know? yes, yes. I, 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 it's like, in you. I'm obsessed mm. with World War Two. Like I love World War One. Like you know, I like reading about that. But World War Two, like I'm obsessed with just learning everything about it. So for me to be in the same room uh-huh. that Churchill and FDR was discussing the nuke is like. <laughs> so weird it was just such a moment for me like y'all probably think i'm crazy but like yeah yeah it was just that like, way. i do want to see how she eats the wings with those fingernails i don't know wow right? brilliant wow wow i like, just can't argue with that I mean, you just you don't wake up That's and awesome. think man today i'm gonna see a clip of cardi b getting heavy into world war ii talk yeah she just loves it in the new loves it oh that's great the nuke who doesn't love the nuke i want her to write an entire album with just fdr and church it's coming yeah it's coming more coming up pat gray unleashed Uh, don't forget our Agenda 21 discussion coming up in a few minutes. Not a conspiracy theory. That's why we need a different name for this, <clears throat> for these Friday shows at the end of the month, because there's no conspiracy about it. It's haps- well, they are conspiring against us. Mm-hmm. So from that aspect, from that aspect, it is a conspiracy. But uh, from it being a theory, I mean, it's not. It's a free think Friday. Yeah. That's a good. That's a good way. Jeffy to put doesn't it. like no? that. You don't like okay. free think Friday. What do you like? I don't know. Free Tell thought. Free thought Friday. Know. Free thought Friday. How about that one? I don't know. But conspiracies, I like. <clears throat> I like the. Okay, hold on. Let's try. Let, 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 let me test this one out, Pat. Mm-hmm. Free food Friday. Are you on board now, Jeffy? Uh, I'm always a fan See? of that, but that doesn't necessarily mean it needs so we'll to be it, the title of the thing. We'll call it Free Food Friday. <laughs> so and Jeffy's it'll be food for thought. Which he would be opposed to, I'm guessing. Right? Would you be opposed? Because you I'm want actual food. food, if I'm not mistaken. You can't eat that, Jeffy. <laughs> Sorry. I thought there was no... What? No, there isn't. Anyway. There isn't what? Yeah, oh. you got to be what specific. Do t- don't, <laughs> fill it. Don't, don't finish his thought for him. No, I'm not going to now. Okay. I'm not going yeah, to. What, what are you alluding to? You're yeah, getting to something there. what am I alluding there. to? <clears throat> okay, I don't know. He doesn't even know what he he's alluding to. He doesn't even know he's asking, asking you what, the hell? what he's alluding to. That's Probably weird. Over there That's just weird, Jeff. You okay this morning? You having a stroke? Man. No, he's all right. He's okay. You're tired? Okay. Your tires are good, by the way? Yeah, the guy fixed it. He fixed it. And we're all set. We're good to go. You're good to go. Awesome. Yeah, I like that. Anyway, uh, from Jimmy Dimples, we have this tweet or X, X tweet. 
Do you know that X was the company we formerly knew as Twitter? <laughs> I, I, I just want to... Is that right? I didn't want you to be confused. You know, mm. what's this X on my screen now? That used to be Twitter, but I we will don't say call I, it I did read anymore. a story yesterday that just said X. I did, too. I, I, I really? Like, thank like, you. Thank you. Yeah. Well, especially if you use it, you oh. know. So it's fine. I mean, it's finally starting to. Yeah. Oh, they that. still say yeah. formerly Twitter in many stories, but yes. it's finally breaking through that. You know, we got it. <laughs> right. The commanders are still the Redskins to me. X is still mm-hmm. Twitter to me. Mm-hmm. I know. And that's why we mostly refer to it as Twitter, because, I mean, it's part of the lexicon now. Right. Uh, Jimmy Dimples tweets X's uh, tweet X's X tweets. <laughs> I don't know. Getting on Biden's crap list would be a badge of honor, right. in my humble opinion. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> although you have a job to do, and that doesn't help you do it. No, it does not. Uh, Chicken Too Tasty <laughs> says, now we know why Vivek hasn't been on the show. He can't find the building. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Which wouldn't seem to apply to a yeah. Zoom call. Yeah, don't or provide phone cover for call. You know, but uh, mm-hmm. <laughs> Anthony Osh, maybe when Jeffy was stuck between the moon and New York City, he caused some realignment that makes the moon look closer. Oh. <laughs> okay, okay, yeah, yeah. It's a good maybe theory. we're getting it. Good theory, I like it. Paco D, impeachment, just waiting to see how the Republicans screw this up. Yeah, and wow. they probably will. Monger of hate. Monkeys will fly out my ass before any congressional hearing leads to prosecution and jail time. Yeah, no kidding. Pace shock. Uh, It's sad that party politics is all that matters to Congress rather than doing what's best for the U.S. If someone is corrupt, get rid of him regardless of his party. Yep. Mm -hmm. And not just corrupt. If they're, you know, if they're diminished in their mental capacity, get rid of them then. Mitch McConnell. Seems like common may sense. I, but. May I mention Mitch McConnell should be going. He should be gone. And so, yeah, we don't care about the party affiliation that much. I don't even like Republicans that much. You know, it just so <laughs> happens that some of them align better with my value system than Democrats do. But I, it doesn't give me any great abiding love for this party because they screw up so much of the time. And they do nothing yep. so much of the time. Joe's Kitchen Fire. Oh, Joe's Kitchen Fire has a website. That's nice. good. Uh, or at least a uh, Twitter handle. Listening with my parents today, and they laughed way too hard at that whole, <laughs> we don't love you that much. Yeah. Bit. <laughs> I, I hope things are better at your house than they are at Representative Crockett's house. Yeah. Nah, I hope so, too. Let's see. Uh, yesterday... We got this. 18 House Republicans voted against an amendment that would have defunded drag shows. Here's what we're just talking about. Uh huh. Yep. Okay, so 18 Republicans voted against an amendment that would have defend, defunded drag shows and Pride Month events at the Defense Department. Uh, uh, however, uh, Republicans, 117 of them, did vote to uh, continue funding Ukraine. $300 million. They did strip that out, by 117? the way. 117? And then uh, it passed with the help of many, many Republicans. Sure did. Wow. So now we've got 18 that prevented um, uh, defunding of drag shows at, at Air Force and military bases. Which originally you, I we don't heard, understand that. What's originally Why? we heard wasn't happening at all. 
Right? Yeah, we that did hear the original that. take, right? Right. <laughs> Which was obviously a lie. Huh. Uh, but those Republicans are Buck, Calvert, Chavez, Dereemer, Curtis, Desposito, Duarte, Fitzpatrick, uh, Garbarino, Tony Gonzalez, Joyce of Ohio, Keen from New Jersey, Kylie, Lalota, Lawler, Mace, Nancy Mace. Isn't that weird? Nancy Mace voted against. I don't know why. That's Is so there weird. something else in it? Molinero, uh, Obernulti, and Steele all voted against putting a stop to the drag shows on military bases. I don't know. That's a good question. Was there something else involved there that they couldn't they couldn't vote yes on? I don't know. I, I don't know the answer to the question. I don't either. It seems weird that they would. We should look into the answer. Because that could explain why somebody like Nancy Mace voted against it, but I, I don't know. Uh, all right, public. Maybe she likes drag shows. Who knows? Uh, it's possible. Maybe she does. Hmm. Does she like them for military bases, though? Yeah. I mean, I don't care if you like drag shows or whatever, but should they be included on our military bases? They are fun. Are they fun? Well, yeah, go. they are fun. Yeah. How many you been to? Uh, three. There's three. You been? Mm-hmm. To th- was that with uh, Sarah Gonzalez? Uh, oh, four. four. <laughs> yeah. Oh, gosh. But you've been to three just, just of your own just free will? My own free will. Yeah, right here in Dallas. Really? Yeah. Okay. Cool. Cool. I mean, That's one word for it. Cool. <laughs> mm-hmm. Why? <laughs> Wait a minute. What? Are you a big drag show fan as well? You can't drag me away from drag can't drag you away from a drag show. You can't drag Jeffy away from fill in the blank. That's true. It's true. Does anybody support drag shows more than you? Probably. Okay. Yeah, probably. All right. So you can't make that claim. I can't make that claim. Nobody supports drag shows more than me. (laughs) Well, he is a RuPaul fan. So. Do you like RuPaul? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Who doesn't? I mean, I got all of his stuff at home. (laughs) You do? Yeah. His stuff? Even the wig? Because he has a pretty nice wig. Very nice wig. He has a great wig collection. Right? Now, RuPaul doesn't even identify as a she, does no. Does he? No. no. Like, a, I'm a, I'm a no. male. Yeah. 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 Interesting. Which is, I think, why people like him. Yeah. Because he's not, he's profiting. Yeah. And he's just, <clears throat> hey, I just like to dress up as a girl. Yeah. Okay. And he makes no bones about it. I mean, Mm-mm. Paul's been around for a really yeah, long I mean, time. Oh, but he laid the groundwork mm-hmm. for these people, man. He was Definitely. the forefront mm-hmm. of yes. this battle. He's the, uh, he's the grandfather of the drag He's the goat show of the drag thing. Yeah. Uh huh. So uh, that's fun. Let me tell you about uh, <laughs> about a breakfast cereal you must try, and okay. it's a magic spoon. Yeah, you can't Love find it. the box because you've eaten it all. Ah, uh, yes, that's true. I see you looking not, over there. Not only, not only did I eat the uh, all of the cereal. <laughs> But I ate all of all of these too. Oh, the treats. I don't even know that those are available yet. These are are, think, are they not? Sh- as of today, they okay. are. As of today, oh, as they of are. Today, you today. can get these nice. too. Oh my gosh! I They're ate both boxes of the boxes of these, and you know I've got diabetes, so I can't eat things that mm. you know would would kill me. You frankly. may not have eaten every one out of those boxes. Uh yeah, you may have stolen <laughs> some of them, but uh, the total carbs. So. In order to get the net carbs, you subtract the fiber from from the total carbs. So it's got total carbs, 17 grams, but net fiber, 8 grams. So that's only, you know, do the math, 9 
uh, net carbs in these things. Uh, they're, they're absolutely delicious. Yeah, they are. Um, and so is the Magic Spoon cereal. Uh, This happens to be the frosted Magic Spoon. Nice, yeah. Which you might recognize as maybe being a frosted cereal you ate as a kid. What's he riding there? Is that like a giant rabbit? Hold it up to the camera. What Uh, what do you think that is? I guess. What do you think that is? (laughs) I don't know. He's riding something. Is that a dog? That's a rabbit. It's a rabbit. It's a rabbit. How do you ride a rabbit? Silly rabbit. Like he's doing. My bad. Mm -hmm. You hop on. You hop on. But look at this. Right on the front, zero total carbs. I mean, total sugars. Okay, zero zero grams of total sugar. Uh, Four net carbs. 13 grams of protein in these. Wow. You grew up and you don't want that cereal that you used to eat as a kid. Well, now your cereal just grew up too with Magic Spoon. So good. That's a good line. So good. I like that. Your cereal just grew up. <laughs> Go to magicspoon.com slash unleashed and get a custom bundle of cereal and try the magic for yourself. Don't forget to add their brand new marshmallow and chocolatey peanut butter treats. <laughs> mm. They won't last long in your house. I promise no, they you will that. Not. Remember, get your next delicious bowl of cereal, magicspoon.com slash unleashed. Use the promo code unleashed and save $5 off. Magicspoon.com slash unleashed. That gray unleashed. So, uh, public school in America, not the easiest place to be a part of these days uh this video has been going around on the uh interwebs it's tough to watch but a biological male dressed as a girl attacks an actual girl in an oregon middle school state of our schools right here look at this oh Oh, gosh oh Oh, God. Do we know what started that? No, no. but no, in the beginning matter. of that, yeah, it, it, got, it off. cuts off. Like, it didn't play the very beginning. It, the, it shows it shows the oh, attacker. Dang it! Just drags her down from behind, her down off of from the behind, from yeah. her backpack. I mean that that that's a great illustration of My where gosh. our Lord of the Flies public <clears throat> school system uh, nationwide so bad. So bad. It's happening every day. But you know, if she had a problem with it, maybe we can get her some therapy. There you go. Let's get the victim some go. therapy. Yeah, because uh, maybe she had some thoughts that that oh, okay. person wasn't an actual girl. I don't know. I don't know. but Possible. Uh, it's possible. But So we, could, we should get her some therapy. Absolutely. This is despicable. I, I, don't, I don't understand how we're letting this slide. If there's any hope for saving this country, though, it's from moms like the one who showed up at a school board meeting in North Carolina. Well, parents have to do something, right? They have to. And this one did. Here's what she said. Hello, everyone. Um, I've been coming here for five years now, and I was going to talk to you about some practical things that I thought you could change about 3210, but I've changed my mind. Um, I've been really confused over the last five years as to why we spend 45 minutes to an hour of every public meeting talking about how great everyone is and how great everything is in the schools, and now I've figured it out. I've figured it out because all these people came here to defend you all from hurtful words. This is obnoxious. Let me just say, there is one goal for the educational system. It should be to prepare 
children to enter careers to be productive members of society. It is not a counseling session. It is not a self-help area. It is not somewhere to find yourself. And we should not be led by the children, for goodness sake. The mm. children are called dependents for a reason. They depend on us so who have fully developed so. brains. You cannot feel your way through life. The issues that we are talking about, we are bringing you statistics. We are talking about scholastics. We are talking about funding. We are talking about busing. We are talking about trying to figure out how to make our children be as successful as possible. And I am sure that that is your goal. And what mm. we have been called tonight is what they're claiming that we're saying to children. We're having an adult conversation. There are not children in this room. We aren't going into the schools and calling them names. They call us Marxists and hateful and bigots and everything else under the sun. Well, let me tell you, less than 5% of the entire population of North Carolina identifies as LGBTQ. You guys all claim you want democracy. Well, you know what democracy is? Mm -hmm. It's the majority plus one. It's 50 plus one. You know what? More than 50 50% of the people in this state claim that they believe in God, Almighty God, who made us male and female, God who made marriage between a man and a woman, God who said that we must protect our children. Amen. The fact that we can stand up here and we know, we can brag about all of the wonderful graduations, but we know, we know the statistics. 50% of children did not pass their end of grade tests. What are we celebrating? We have, we have children coming up here telling us how horrible the mental health crisis is. Why? Most of us went to public school, and all of our all of our peers are not in mental health crises. We have to ask ourselves, what are we doing to our children? I'm going to say we are discussing things with them that they are not emotionally, intellectually, and morally able to handle. That is what is causing the anxiety. That is what is causing the depression. That is what is causing the confusion. We need our children to be able to be children, to be able to be innocent, to be able to enjoy childhood and not know all of the drama and all of the difficulties in adult life. That is what we want. We want our children to be able to read and write and to think for themselves. And we demand that the children who fear God are protected in your schools. Wow. That was awesome. Start to finish. Every, Brilliant. Every parent needs to be doing Brilliant. that in school yes. board meetings. And isn't that the God. room that uh, uh, the guy who would go on to become the lieutenant governor, uh, Mark Robinson, isn't that where he started? It was at a Wake County, because that's Wake County. Mm. Oh, that's very yeah. possible, yeah. Yeah. So maybe she has a future in politics. Maybe. With She's speeches great. like that. Wow. That was powerful. Really powerful. And off the cuff, right? That just came Precisely. from her heart. Holy cow, that's amazing. And then, of course, the ding goes off, the buzzer, yeah, your time's, your time's up. up, and that's all they care about. Time's up. Nobody's got any comment other than your time's up. Beat it. <laughs> I can't. Mary, you're up next. Uh-huh. What do you got? Hey, well, can we get somebody, you know, who who's just an echo chamber for us? Yeah, that'd be great. yeah thank, thank you. you. Next. Next. I want to talk about the thickness of the paper t- <laughs> I didn't finish. I want to I want to talk about how discriminatory it is for trans yeah. transgender girls not to be able to go to the girls' bathroom. Yeah, well, that's not the case here. Of course, we allow, allow that. And if any of the actual biological girls have a problem, we'll get them some help. Get them some therapy. Yeah, we'll get them therapy. Wow. Wow. All right, well, we've got... Uh, she was awesome. She was fantastic, yes. Uh, we've got... Some interesting information for you coming up. 
We're going to be discussing Agenda 21. Well, it used to be called that. Now it's called 30 for 30 or 30 <laughs> by 30. 30 by 30. Or the 2030 initiative. <laughs> Next. Pat Gray Unleashed. Gray is here on the Blaze Radio Network. Good morning, American. It's Friday. And it's uh, one of our Freaky Fridays where we uh, talk about things that, you know, we don't discuss the rest of the month. So end of end of the month on Friday, we like to talk about things that uh, a little maybe off the beaten path. This is something, though, we've discussed many times and especially on Glenn's show. Uh, we've talked about Agenda 21 and uh, what's going on with the UN and their plans for us and the rest of the world. Frankly, I don't care that much about the rest of the world, what they've got planned for. <laughs> I do care about what they've got planned for us. Yes, thank and, you. And, and it's not good. No, it is not. Mm, it's it is not, not good. And we, we've heard uh, that you know what we see in the rest of the world is definitely... Uh, coming across the waters to us. Oh, yeah. And we're amplifying it all. Yeah. We're pushing it faster and further than even Europe in many, many cases. Uh, we just watched a really good documentary about this uh, that was done by Epic Times, Roman uh, Balmakov. And yeah, it's that was great. Really, it was really good. Really good. We've got Roman yeah. uh, joining us today. Uh, Roman, welcome to The Blaze. We do not have audio from Roman. And by the way, oh, uh, when okay. we get let's work on getting squared away. Audio. The, the name of helpful. the film is No Farmers, No Food, and uh, highly recommend okay. that. You're going to learn a lot. Uh, Roman, welcome to The Blaze. Thanks for being here. Yeah, thank you so much for having me. All right. uh, so first of all, can you explain to us Agenda 21 or 30 by 30 or uh, 2030 20, or whatever 30. they're calling it now? Uh tell us what what exactly that is for those who have not heard of this yet you know what, what the way you just said it is exactly why i feel like so many people look at this as like a black box that they don't even want to approach so many acronyms mm-hmm. yeah. so many um yeah so many different ways to look at it so many different ways to call it people just throw their hands up in the air and go all right i don't even want to want to explore what's happening here right but um Basically, what we uncovered was that Agenda 21. So Agenda 21 is the UN's plan for the next 100 years, for the 21st century. And that plan of theirs, just like the Soviet Union, they would break up their plans into little chunks. Uh, The United Nations breaks up their plan into 15-year chunks. So the first uh, 15 years was the Millennial um, Millennium Development Goals. That was the first 15 years. Mm -hmm. And currently, we're in Agenda 2030. So 2030 is the second 15-year goal. Mm -hmm. It goes up until the year 2030. And essentially, it's... uh, it's a very comprehensive plan that includes 17 sustainable development goals, things like ending poverty, uh, fixing the water supply issues, uh, gender equality, things like that. And then they dig down deeper into specific targets. Um, and the problem with it is that in order to essentially save the planet, you need to micromanage people's lives. And, and that's what they're actually doing. They're implementing these policies around the world uh, as concrete government uh, laws, or sometimes they use the laws on the books to get done what they want done. Uh, and so we're able to travel the world and sort of uncover this this plot of theirs, uh, specifically in the realm of agriculture, because they say that 
you know, if you've ever listened to a John Kerry fly around on his plane throughout <laughs> the world, mm-hmm. he makes a special point to mention that agriculture contributes something like 33% right. of the greenhouse gas emissions. But ironically, in his speeches, he never mentions that agriculture also contributes 100% of the food. So he <laughs> 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 decide for himself what, what that means. Right. But, uh, but yeah, so we're able to uncover sort of how these policies specifically manifest in countries around the world, how they handcuff farmers. And as farmers are getting expropriated of their land, how at the same time it's propping up this edible insect industry uh, to make up for the loss of protein. What what I think might surprise some people is when this began, uh, because I think a lot of people are under the impression that this is a new thing and, and they're just starting the wheels turning. Tell us when this actually started. When did this plan develop? Well, it, it depends on what you mean by the plan. I mean, Agenda right. 21 uh, be, began... <clears throat> At the start of the 21st century uh, with, uh, I, I believe it was first really codified here in the U.S. in 1992. There's a famous clip we used in the documentary. Yeah, amazing. Of, of Nan- There's a clip of uh, we used in the documentary of Nancy Pelosi when she still was very young uh, right there in Congress, you know, mm-hmm. uh, introducing Agenda 21. Uh, yeah, so, so it, it's, very, it's a very comprehensive document that goes far back. And one other thing I, I want to mention regarding it is that I feel like many people, like once a year, they, they look at their phone and they're like, yeah, you know, they see the Twitter feed of the World Economic Forum meeting Whoa. or the UN meeting, and they see the compilations and they go, wow, that's crazy. These, uh, you know, globalists want microchips in our heads. They want our credit mm. cards, to track our carbon footprint, etc. They look at that and they go, well, that's crazy. They put their phone down and go back to their ordinary mm-hmm. lives. But behind the scenes, there are real groups, organizations, uh, there are um, treatises and coalitions between different uh, cities and different governments that are really implementing this stuff. It's not just like something you see and it's like uh, it lives on Twitter. It really, really is getting implemented in your local water board, uh, at, at, in your county level, in the state legislature, uh, in countries around the world. And who is leading this effort? Who's, who's behind it all? That, that's, that's a phenomenal question. It's uh, that's a <laughs> I, that we never we never got to that point. Well, who's fundamentally behind it all? Mm. What we did find was that it seems to have taken this kind of like circ- circular route, where from the top it trickles down this ideology of environmentalism, and then it, it has a grassroots support so that people actually push it up from the bottom. There's an organization called ICLE, which uh, I always I always mess up this uh, acronym. It stands for the International Coalition of um, local environmental initiatives. And basically, they have their meetings alongside the UN. So when the UN has their public-facing meetings, uh, you know, they talk about all the things they're going to do, they disperse. But ICLE is the organization that actually goes back to the local level, to the water boards, to the to the county levels, and gets the stuff implemented. Interesting. Uh, so that's, that's sort of what we discovered. Wow. Yeah. So one of the big things that you highlight in, in the uh, documentary is about our food supply. Um, as you mentioned, agriculture is is the enemy here to these people. It's the demon that they have to get rid of. And so they want our food supply to change dramatically. They want us to eat bugs. Can you explain wow. that? And why, I mean, we've been noticing that. They've been laying the groundwork for, a while, for that for, a for long time. years. I mean, yes. I've, I, I've made a point uh, throughout the last, I don't know, 
10, 15 years, every three to six months would be another pro-bug story. And it was just propaganda. There it is again. Mm-hmm. They want us to eat bugs, how good bugs are. And uh, you laid it out pretty pretty well that uh, that's exactly what they were doing. Yeah. It's, it's funny that uh, you, you, you've been making a note of that for the past 10 years. Uh, because there was a, a UN document back in 2013. There you go. Uh, so exactly 10 years ago, it was called Edible Bugs. And this was before, like now, you know, people are kind of aware of it. They're like, what's going on with these bug things? You know, every once in a while it trends on Twitter where, you know, there's kind of okay. articles expo- exposing okay. this, this uh, topic. But 10 years ago, there was like no talk of edible bugs. But yet the UN put out this document saying, hey, we're probably going to have to switch to a bug-based um, uh, agriculture sector in order to save the planet. And part of that document, again, 10 years ago in 2013, uh, your your viewers can look it up. It's it's called Edible Insects 2013 UN Document. They can Google it. Uh, it talked about how the public is not ready to eat the bugs. And so one of the solutions <laughs> yeah. to, get, to get over that is to get the mainstream media on board and to get celebrities eating the bugs, mm-hmm. which is just kind of interesting now. 10 years later, we're starting to see a lot of celebrities huh. going on media to eat the bugs. It's, it's funny yes, how... Yes, we are. <laughs> It's Isn't that funny how sometimes these like grassroots mm. things you can kind of trace them back to this uh, yeah. yes. uh, plan? Yes. But, uh, but but in the course of our documentary, you know, it was funny because we didn't initially ha- have the idea to explore the bug issue. We were ex- we were looking at the farmers who were protesting, and they were protesting not macroeconomic issues. They were not protesting the war in Ukraine, which was kind of squeezing the food supply. They were protesting their own governments, which were handcuffing them. That, that's right. what we found. And so when, when we were driving around the Netherlands and asking farmers like what was happening to them, mm-hmm. what, it, what it means to them. Scary. That, yeah, that 40% of them were going to lose their farms. Some of them began to say that they heard murmurings of farmers moving into insect farming, vertical insect farming, just because they were no longer able to do cattle farming. Trying oh, to make a so living, had, yeah. Wow. Exactly. People need to live. People need to eat. <laughs> and so uh, we began to pull at that thread. And it's true. It, it's happening. People are moving into the sector. Um, the EU is kind of sort of clearing the regulatory uh, framework for it. They just approved uh, two species of insects as quote unquote safe. Right. Also, you know, I'm sure many of your listeners are here in America. Uh, it's happening here in America, too. There's a the world's largest uh, bug processing plant is opening up in Illinois. It's going online in 2025. So and it, yeah. another plant is opening up in Canada. So it's not don't wow. think of it as like some weird European thing that they're mm-hmm. doing over there. It's coming here to the U.S. Uh, as well. Already okaying it in uh, in a lot of our uh, bread products and everything. It's like that's yeah, fine. Well, you can have a certain amount of bugs. Yeah. Uh, well, that in <laughs> certain products. Yeah, yeah. correct. That, yeah. Well, that's I think that's a separate issue. Yes, it is. Yes, it is. You know, it's funny because in, in in that sector, the FDA treats it as like a, essentially as like a you know dirt or you know yeah. things that you mm-hmm. in the food. On this side, it's the opposite. <laughs> but also, I want to mention that like. It's, it's not even necessarily like in the documentary, we're not necessarily against bugs because <laughs> like if you go to Whole Foods right now, you can buy cricket powder, mm-hmm. right? You can buy yeah, like chips made from yep. sna- from bugs already. Mm-hmm. The problem is the more the agenda that they're pushing people, not yeah, giving them a choice right. and pushing people such that maybe five years from now, you go to the store and hamburger patties are like $57 a pound, but the mm-hmm. cricket patties $4 a pound and people right. are like, well... Let me feed my right. Yeah, and I mean, we don't even know long-term health effects of consuming insects either. Yeah. I mean, there, there could be something waiting for us down the line from that angle as well. But I thought it was fascinating with your uh, documentary, No Farmers, No Food. 
I, I thought you know you were talking to families that, that are on the cusp of losing their family Everything. farms, that the generations, you know. Uh, oh, but the government says no, you can totally stay in farming. You're just going to be down to like six or eight cows. Uh, I hope you enjoy that. And uh, oh, and then can I just say that that is it Ireland? I think that's uh, mandating that they have to cut their uh they're the cattle in that country by like down to a third or by a third i don't know it's just these mandates are are worldwide uh, implemented on local levels as you do a great job of illustrating in the movie but i want to go back to that book that that and i think you had this 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 aha moment where you found because we've talked about how green is the new red because ever since the fall of capitalism, I mean, Rush Limbaugh was, was great on, on laying this out long ago as far as saying, look, when communism fell, they needed a new place to, 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 to get their tentacles of control. And I thought in the movie, when you were reading that book by the Roman Club, um, uh, it was the, what was the first global revolution? There it is. Yeah. We need a new justification for this all-powerful state. And you make it clear in there, you, you, you have excerpts from their own words. In searching for a new enemy to unite us, we came up with the idea that pollution, the threat of global warming, water shortages, famine, and the like would fit the bill. The real enemy, then, is humanity itself. I These are humanity. shocking words, but they are in print. And if people would just take the time to learn, this is, I mean, this, this evil plan is right there in black and white, literally. Yeah. It's the same thing with the edible bugs, right? Ten years ago, they're like, well, we should get celebrities eating bugs on camera. And, and here it is. And same thing with the, the Club of Rome's uh, first global revolution. Yeah, I was like, I couldn't believe it. That, that's why the documentary, we had that quote. And then yes. we and then we fast forwarded to today, the politicians, you know, going exactly by that by yep. that playbook. Uh, and the media is very complicit in this. Uh, they, I mean, I'm sure you've seen those compilations where, you know, they show they they um, put two pictures next to each other. It was like, you know, a German weather forecast from a few years ago where, you know, it's it's a green countryside and it's like, well, it's 100 degrees here, you know, it's 90 degrees here, and everything is like normal green. Yes. But today, it's like everything is in red. It's like, mm -hmm, you know, mm -hmm. the world is melting. You know, but Subtle. the temperatures are the same or even lower, right? Yep. So it's um, <laughs> it's, it's, it's it's part, and th that's exactly what we found. Like digging into it. In the documentary, we sort of we, a lot of politicians weren't for some reason willing to speak with us on camera. But huh. we, the, we went to the scientists uh, and we dug through the actual uh, literature and every point like the nitrogen issue in the Netherlands. Right. Or the organic uh, fertilizer issue in Sri Lanka. Like that was amazing. It. And it's like switching to organic is not going to solve your problem. And, and the nitrogen issue, it also won't solve anything regarding quote unquote nature. But but as we dug into it more and more, I just suddenly had this like aha moment, like you mentioned, I'm like, oh, this isn't about, you know, the nitrogen or the or the uh, clover in the countryside. This is really about centralized government control. Mm -hmm. And this is just the surface level manifestation to get, you know, the, the yeah. surface level of use to get that top down government control. And if we have to, uh, you know, look, a few humans are going to die. So. Uh, we just got to break a few eggs to make right. an omelet. All right. Uh, more with Roman Balmakov uh, coming up in just a minute on this Agenda 21 or uh, 30 by 30, 2030 thing. Uh, but first, <laughs> let me tell you about real estate agents I trust. Uh, they, these are the agents you turn to when you're, you know, do, making the most important purchase of your life, really. What, I mean, what do you spend more money on than your home? 
Uh, so these agents will see you through the entire process, start to finish. It's a stressful one. You need somebody who knows what they're doing and is not going to just continually do, say, an open house so you can keep your home immaculate and then leave it and uh, let strangers trump through it all the time. They have better marketing plans than that. These agents uh, will get you through and get the most money for your home or the most home for your money. Maybe you're doing both because you're relocating. Go to realestateagentsitrust.com. Free service we provide to you as we set you up with these realtors. Realestateagentsitrust.com. Pat Gray. Join the conversation. 888-900-3393. Pat Gray Unleashed. We'll be right back. Triple eight nine hundred thirty three ninety three. Pat unleashed on Twitter X, whatever you want to call it today. Um, we've got Roman Bamakov on the line talking about this Agenda Twenty One thing, um, and it, they don't call it that anymore. Really, it's it's the thirty by thirty initiative, something by like that. Yes, yes. So, it, but Pat, Pat yeah. just in America they rebranded it again. Now it's called the America is Beautiful. Uh, initiative. Really? Oh, oh my. nice. <laughs> Who could be against the America is beautiful right. initiative? We These all people, want that. They're insidious. Incredible. It's incredible. Can you give us an example, Roman, of how this is already being put into action? Are there things we're seeing that that you can say, yep, there, there's something they're doing already? You mean here in America? Yeah. Oh, for sure. I mean, uh, I, I believe it was only it was less than a week. I think it was six days after uh, Biden took office. He instituted the Agenda 30 by 30. Mm. That, that is mm. the federal government's plan to put 30 percent of America's land into conservation by the year 2030. That, that's the plan that was recently rebranded to America right. the Beautiful. Right. And he's um, doing that. I mean, he, that's, yeah, he was out doing, doing that to Indian lands and uh, other farmers lands already throughout mm. his presidency, which has been great. But go ahead, Roman. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, super, super great, especially for the farmers who are getting kicked off their land, getting their water rights mm-hmm. taken away. Mm-hmm. Uh, yep, yeah, but I, it's a little bit funny because um, the way that the agenda manifests differs in different countries. Like in America, at the federal level, there's a lot of support for Agenda 2030 or right, you know, our right, right, Agenda 30 by 30. And what they do is that they use the existing laws in the books. They use uh, the wa- the waters the waters of the U.S. Act. They use the Endangered Species Act. They use right. the um, the ability for the president to set up national monuments. Uh, they use something known as conservation easements, which is where you would come to, let's say, someone who owns a large plot of land, and you say, "Well, you're not you're not allowed to develop this land uh, moving forward, and in exchange, we'll give you a tax break, or we'll give you money every single year, or something like that." Right. They mm. use these types of methods uh, to lock up this land. Interesting and, the uh, dates. Interesting the dates on those as well. Uh, when uh, the, right around the right after the Rome Club uh, got together. Uh, in what 71 or 72 then we get these uh clean water act and endangered species act implemented on the books so we can start using them years later interesting mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. yeah I, I feel like uh you're you're, you're you've you uncovered something there because it's uh it's not like um 
you know, you, you kind of when you look at it, when you take a step back and look at it, you think, oh, it's a grand conspiracy that, you know, they, they're pulling the strings behind the scenes. And it might be the case, but it also might be the same way that the World Economic Forum works, right, with their yes, Young Global yes. Leaders program. They, all these people are ideologically aligned, w whether that's a, a super strong federal government, a super strong international government and or an environmental crisis to solve the problems that are that you need for that you would need a strong central government for and then they go out into their separate countries and then implement those things uh so i feel like it, it kind of like it works both ways it's top down and bottom up yeah. speaking of which speaking of the water and the endangered species act they're already really doing that uh in spades in california right with these uh, coho salmon they're trying to protect and so uh, the, the coho salmon, I, I don't think, are even endangered, are they? And they were certainly were not indigenous to this waterway. <laughs> yeah, and, and, and that picture right there that they just put up. That's the evidence that's, they have. That, you're right. And we don't even know the backstory of that picture, right? Right. Yeah. I, I've, never, I've never reported before in my life on an endangered species that I could then in the same area go to the local Costco and purchase to eat. <laughs> I was with the salmon. I, I was at these people's ranches Incredible. telling me about uh, you know the, the water rights that are getting taken away from them, yeah. the dams that are getting destroyed in order to have the coho salmon t be able to f swim there again. Although it's yeah, like like you mentioned, it's dubious whether they ever swam there in the first place. But then Jeez. our team can go to Walmart and Costco and actually buy this fish to eat because it's not technically endangered. It's only Incredible. technically endangered in this in this um, uh, part of the river. But that makes sense because the coho salmon is a coastal fish. So its natural mm. habitat only extends like 30 miles right. out from the ocean. I mean, so I mean, that, that's a perfect example of, uh, of of how they're using the fish in this example to take these people's water rights and therefore to take their land. Because without water, yep. these people are naturally going to have to move away. And then, da -da 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 -da, you know, the federal government can come in and take the land and right. put it into conservation. Yeah. And then when you hear about, oh, my gosh, the droughts are hurting the farmers in California, this. I mean, dig just a little bit deeper and, and, and see what, what is actually causing this. And this is the whole right think globally act locally thing mm -hmm. where you 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 get involved locally and that's this is what the left has done so geniusly yes, they have. right and, and and going after these kind of things and they exercise their control but one of the facts in the movie there is that how many people were killed as a result of nationwide famine during China's Great Leap Forward, right? The up to 55 million people. I mean, this isn't something to just screw around with and, and oh, I guess it's going to be tough to find this kind of food or, or this or whatever. I mean, this has serious consequences giving this kind of authority to governments over your food. Yeah. And that's one of the things that I really am hoping to achieve with this documentary, which is um, to kind of lift the veil of all these acronyms and all these like right. obscure and arcane sounding names that obfuscate what's really happening and sort of penetrate for people uh, what, what's going on. Because I'm sure your audience is very well aware of what's happening. I'm trying to reach like a more mainstream <laughs> sort of yes. you know, normie mm -hmm. audience who just, you know, comes home from work, watches football, kind of, you know, glances through the news, kind of understands that there's something going on between farmers and the environment, but they're naturally taking the side of the, you know, the environmental policies because that's what the news sides with. And so they're naturally going to go down that road. But the, the um, what, what's hap what happened with China was a great um, sort of uh, case study because back then in the late 
in the late 40s and early 50s, they had the Great Leap Forward campaign. That was right. Mao Zedong's campaign to sort of leapfrog uh, the developed countries and, and sort of have China join uh, the ranks of the U.S. and the U.K. by simply by like sk skipping a few steps of development and just le just leapfrogging in, into um, large industrial capacity. Basically, Roman. he took off. Well, he well, took farmers out of the um, out of the fields and had them produce. Yeah, yeah. More with Roman Bamakov uh, from Epic Times coming up in a minute on this uh, agenda. It's chilling. It's chilling. Uh, you won't believe uh, what they've already accomplished. It's, it's incredible, and uh, more of that on the way. This is Pat Gray Unleashed. for joining us our friday presentation of uh something unusual for you uh and that's i mean it's not really this one isn't even really unusual because they're doing this kind of stuff every day um what's interesting is that a lot of people still don't know about agenda 21 or 30 by 30 2030 or whatever you want right, to call it right, today right, right. they keep changing the name well roman or, roman Balmakov uh joins us and roman you said they changed the name again in america right to america keep america beautiful or something what is it yeah america the beautiful america oh my the God. beautiful how wonderful <laughs> who could be opposed <laughs> right, to that right <laughs> that's a great way to what, sell it some kind of litter free you like pollution on what's the your side deal of every electric bus in america oh you I'll will tell you, that. you will uh we're, we, I want to get into the Sri Lankan thing, but there's a couple of things still going on in this country that I want to get to first, uh, Roman, with you. And that's uh, one of these things is the global tax that's being uh, proposed by by Joe Biden. Already 130 countries have signed on to this oh. global tax and they pledge to set the corporate tax rates at not less than 15 percent. Uh, and they want to close loopholes internationally. I mean, how is it that America is okay with a tax coming from the UN, in addition to everything we're already paying to our government? Yeah, that's uh, <laughs> that, that, that's a phenomenal question. Mm. I mean, I don't think this tax would be to the UN. I think it just sets the floor, but. I mean, what what will inevitably happen is that countries that don't sign on to this agreement will have more businesses, you know, go, going there. So I mean, it, it'll oh, just yeah. redistribute the wealth away from the U.S. So I mean, it, mm. it, it makes very little that's sense. What it's about. Yep. Yeah. That's yeah. What it's yeah, about. yeah. And 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 real quick, I, I would encourage everyone uh, as far as um, food integrity, uh, definitely keep an eye on Thomas Massey when it comes to Twitter because he is constantly updating us on, on what's going on. This week has been very important about um, trying to protect um, our, our farmers in the food system. And uh, he had a couple of victories with some amendments, but um, I noticed that one of the things that, that he didn't um, uh, have a victory with was trying to stop the electronic cattle tag mandate, which basically is going to track um uh cattle around the country and it's all in the name of food safety it's, it's always under the name or the banner of something that it's not and where this could become a problem is if eventually something like an mrna vaccine for cattle becomes um required well then you could just easily scan the chip this is how massey described it on a twitter spaces you know you could just can't scan it and see you know has, has this cow had its shots i mean are we sure that this is uh, falling in line and and the reason this is specifically important 
as far as getting you know potential mrna type stuff into cows and stuff he he had a um uh one of the things that he did get defeated was uh, getting mrna into like vegetables and stuff uh, listen to this <laughs> quote from this uh, this almost became a thing y'all um the project's gold so this would have been uh, federal funding for putting mrna stuff into like vegetables um uc riverside is doing this stuff where it's like uh showing that the dna containing the mrna vaccines can be successfully delivered into the part of the plant cells where it will replicate demonstrating the plants can produce enough mrna to rival a traditional shot and finally determining the right dosage they're gonna get this stuff into our bodies one way or another roman is, is that not your belief that it's just an it's inevitable at this point is it not oh uh, that yeah if it continues down this road for sure i did a whole um uh deep dive episode on that topic where there, there there's a lot of uh, money flowing into there's a lot, a lot of success already in uh this uh this uh scientific development of mrna delivered through vegetables like right. that already is happening <laughs> Jeez. or i believe pork has already been uh, i mean like pigs have already been getting mrna shots since 2018 Although, well, oh, I'll wow. say it this way. I don't, I don't know of any farmer that's getting them, but the mRNA shots have been on the market since 2018. <sighs> um, and yeah, and also fun. Yale, we did another episode. Yale is developing a aerosol-based vaccine. So they were able to successfully vaccinate mice uh, using mRNA vaccines that were delivered through the air. So oh, I mean, Massey talked about spinach has already slipped into the system and the company got fined for that. They had mRNA in the spinach. I mean, this is terrifying. That's OK by me. I, I, spinach me never too. enters my body. Me, so just, me not, too. They're not going to get not me with that. that. Tell you that right <laughs> now. You know what? Spinach you know what? These mRNA and kale, kale are in the yeah. same. Thank you. They're in the same category to me. Thank you. Uh, Roman, what's happening in Sri Lanka that you think is coming to the U.S.? Yeah, Sri Lanka is a really interesting case study because, like I said, these organizations, they implement Agenda 21 in different countries using those countries' laws. Like here right. is the Endangered Species Act, the Waterways Act. And so in America, it's, it's relatively difficult because you do have to kind of get people on board, whether it's electorally or you have to get them to agree to put their land into conservation through easements. Uh, in Sri Lanka, it's a different story because they're an actual socialist country. Um, which, which is funny in the documentary I mentioned at, at some point that you know this country is not called Sri Lanka. Right. It's officially called the People's Democratic Socialist Republic of Sri Lanka. <laughs> Jeez. Um, and so and so the president there was able to just make the switch right away. He overnight he took out all the synthetic fertilizer from uh, from circulation and he said that it's an organic mandate. You can only use organic. Uh, and he was praised, by the way, by the World Economic Forum and these different environmental groups. He was praised as being uh, pretty much like at the forefront of saving the environment and of, of making the switch. But it completely like devastated the country, like off the charts. Uh, we went there a year after that change was made, and people are still getting half the crop they used to get. Oh um, man! And, and the people there are not like you know in America or the Netherlands where they they have a, you know they have money in their pockets and they're and they're good. I mean, this is a relatively poor country, so people were telling me they can't send their kids to school. Uh, they had their parents move back in with them. Man. They you know don't have enough food to eat. Well, actually, they, they're not able to buy like meat, but they of course they have enough vegetables to right. eat. But they sell them uh, it's absolutely devastating uh, farmers are killing themselves yeah uh, because it's not able to oh and they're also taking out a ton of bank loans that was a whole nother thing it was too big to include in the documentary but these predatory bank loans are coming in and i mean people are just completely getting enslaved to the banking system because they're not able to pay the loans back it's 
it, it's a disaster. It's a complete disaster. What can we do uh, about this? What can the rank and file Americans do to prevent the full implementation uh, of this agenda? Well, I, I would have three recommendations. One is that when the government comes to you and says, hey, that's a nice piece of land you got there. It would be nice if we put a conservation easement on it and we'll give you a tax break. Uh, you, mm. you don't you don't accept it. Because Say no. That, yeah, because mm-hmm. you, th- what happens is you become a part of this federal nexus. And once you're accepting federal dollars, you're beholden to a lot of other rules and regulations. By the way, this morning, I learned that Mar-a-Lago has a conservation easement on it. Yeah. Trump accepted it. He's not able to develop it. He has to keep it uh, in uh, the use that it is now. And that was one of the reasons why the judge valued it at only yeah, 18 Yeah, it's, it's only worth like 18 bucks or something now. So don't exactly. even worry about it. <laughs> so that, that, was, that was fascinating. Uh, so that's one thing. Like really be, really be cautious about accepting any quote unquote free money from the government. Mm. Uh, and the second thing is real. I mean, the second thing would be like, watch No Farmers, No Food, right? Our yep. documentary. Yeah, and understand that. Because with the documentary, I hope to equip people with the language and the sort of nuanced understanding so that when they hear a politician speaking, especially when a young person hears a politician speaking, they go, oh, I know what's happening here. This, this, you know, this sounds nice on paper, but actually underneath underneath the science probably doesn't back it up. It's part of this agenda to actually take over 30 percent of the land. It's like I'm you know, I'm I'm not necessarily going to just agree with him wholeheartedly because the words sound nice. And by and by the way, it's a bipartisan issue. It's not just only Democrats. Republicans also yeah. push this stuff. Through. Exactly. Yeah, I guess George W. Bush actually was one of the uh, one of the presidents who introduced mm-hmm. the agenda most aggressively at the initial level. I mean, of course, Bill Clinton pushed it further into all the uh, into all the agencies, but H. W. definitely uh, introduced it hard. Uh, yeah. So, so that would be my recommendation. Uh, don't take free money from the government. Watch No Farmers, No Food, and be mm-hmm. extremely critical and and vote accordingly to to what these politicians are saying. And probably go to your local meetings that that would that's know, the thing on the surface seem boring, but that's yeah. where this stuff is being implemented yep. in your local towns and counties. And you you've got obviously the documentary No Farmers, No Food, Roman. Um, you've been alluding to some other videos you do. Um, where can people go to see those uh, uh, things from you? It's all on Epic TV, epictv.com. Uh, we're actually also, if you just want to go straight to the documentary, we're able to snatch up a phenomenal domain, nofarmersnofood.com. Nice, <laughs> nice. Simple, okay. Yeah. Uh, you know, one last thing. I, You know, we've forever, I've been uh, worried about an agenda that, you know, seemed conspiratorial for a long time, and that's one world government. But isn't this, this just yes, part of is. that effort? Wow. I mean, okay. they're kind of sneaking all of this in through the back door. I I could not agree more with you. In fact, when I started the documentary, basically our teams here at the Epic Times, we we bit off a few different apples. Like somebody did a documentary on ESG. Mm-hmm. I did a documentary on this. Another um, group did a, doc- a documentary on vaccine injuries and the trans ideology in in in, in, um, in schools. But what we found yeah. was it was amazing. The more you dig at these, pull at these threads, it really all comes down to the same thing. More government control, more yeah. government having more and more control of our, our and our families and our kids' lives. Yeah, it, it all comes yep. down to that. And you can imagine, okay, more, you know, one, a more centralized, strong control from the top. Mm-hmm. But if the ideology is that the world is ending unless we actually fix these systemic problems, well, that naturally translates to all these governments get, getting more power, and then there's a world central government. It sounds conspiratorial, but it's the natural trajectory that we're on. Absolutely. Uh, Roman, thanks a lot. Thanks for all the hard work you do at Epic Times, and uh, thanks for joining us. And waking people up to this situation, hit us with the website again. It's pretty easy. Uh, nope. 
nofarmersnofood.com. Okay. Uh, thanks, Roman. Talk to you again. Uh, do you have uh, odors in your home that won't get away? I, I hope you don't have coho salmon in in, in your right in, in your uh, on your menu because no. these things are so no. well they're not endangered but damn it they're not in one part of one river and we want them there so stop eating them uh-huh. okay I've got teenager smell in my house oh man yeah, yeah you gotta Three you gotta of. make that go away mm-hmm. uh, litter boxes <laughs> if you have litter box order if Jeffy has visited your home oh uh, yeah yeah. You need the Eden Pure. That's high risk. Right? Invite him over. Yeah. But for that one, you need six of them. We already made that. We need six (laughs) in one room. In one room, yeah. The good news is they're just Mm -hmm. easy. They're right. Easy to use, easy to install. Have you heard about these before? I, I have Uh, actually. Yeah. Yeah. You just pop up the the plug in. You plug it into the wall, and you turn it on instantly. Nobody knows Jeffy's been there. All right. What if I, what if I was worried? Hey, what if do I need to change a filter? You don't have to. Oh my oh, god! There's what? no filter to oh change. My, Jeffy. What? That's amazing. <laughs> there are no filters in this unit. You don't have any maintenance. And right now, you can save two hundred dollars on three thunderstorm units uh, under two hundred dollars. Three units under two hundred bucks. Just go to EdenPureDeals.com. Enter the promo code. Pat, that's Eden, E-D-E-N, EdenPureDeals.com, discount code Pat, and you get free shipping. This is Pat Gray Unleashed. Here's the thing about all of this, the Agenda 21 stuff, everything else that's nefarious that's going on. Uh, these people aren't stupid. Mm. No, they're not. They're evil, but they're not stupid. No, they're not. And they've gone about this uh, in such a subtle way, and they've made everything seem like a conspiracy and like you're crazy yep. if you even have a concern about any of it, that uh, they've been able to accomplish they so sure much have. already behind our backs. They sure have. And under it's not the really radar. behind our backs. It's just under the radar. Yeah, right? I is. keep thinking right. about um, that stupid video that uh what's his face did with the pfizer guy um yeah james o'keefe o'keefe mm-hmm. he catches up with the pfizer guy but he catches up with the pfizer guy where coming out of a county commission meeting exactly and i'm thinking exactly. the whole time i'm listening to this i'm thinking that's where all these guys are yeah that's where point. all these guys are that's yeah. that's why the think globally act locally thing yeah. is yes. so relevant right now they are acting yes they locally. are are we to counteract their well i mean agenda no, no, we're not no, not enough no, no we're the idiots that go out and work hard yeah and make and take ta- everything's going to be okay and, and earn taxes for the government to right. go and fund this stuff that's right. getting passed and and uh to your point about how there's they're not stupid they're smart and to your point that that and you know, they get involved in these areas you know that that um that roman club uh or the club of rome or whatever it yeah. is there um to your point earlier i mean They've been around since 1968, so they've. This is intergenerational. 
This isn't just a group of elites that just dropped here five minutes ago. This is over time. Oh, they yeah. have got such a destructive agenda that they, they, they weave it in here and they gather disciples and then train up the next generation to I, destroy. I wanted to, I wanted to talk to Roman a little bit more about, and we, obviously we didn't have time, but when he talked about the side group at the World Economic Forum called the Iliads or whatever the acronym yeah. was, I mean, that's that's the same thing, man. There's, those people aren't voted in anywhere. Those people have no no, no to ties to, to They don't have to anything. answer to anybody. Right. They just, you know what we need to do is uh, these people over here, they don't need to use fertilizer. And, oh, yeah, a bunch of them will starve to death. I mean, uh, whatever. Luck. You know, we, 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 in the past, we've been so naive to think that everybody just wants a good quality of life for everyone else, right? You know, oh, hell no, yes. they don't. They, they want to destroy us. They want to destroy your way of life. Some breaking news here. Uh, Diane Feinstein just died. Oh, for real? For real. Oh, wow. Yeah, oh, she no. passes away. Passed away at the age of 90. Sad. That is sad. Did she have COVID? Uh, not that I know of. Oh, okay. That's... But I don't know. I don't know that for a fact. Okay. We know she was struggling. We know she I was, know. you know, she had a hard time. Uh, none of us wished her ill. No. We, we just wished her, her out of the Senate because okay. she's obviously... Uh, compromise. So here's what's probably happening behind the scenes right now. Mm-hmm. The Democrats that wanted Gavin Newsom to swoop in and run for president against Biden, mm-hmm. um, they're having yeah, to now the they're seat. having to now feel or the, the people yeah. that want him to back it? off. Can we risk? Are saying, can we offer you a Senate seat right. so you won't challenge the president here? All right. And the answer to that will be no because he's got his aspirations. Uh, fixed in a different place yeah Yeah. he's got that debate scheduled with uh hannity as the moderator against uh ron desantis yeah when is that november november 30th 30th. do you want to see what ron desantis said after the debate uh the other night here okay watch Mm -hmm. this Um, and you know what maybe we can say since the former president didn't come here maybe he'd be willing to do one with with you and i i think he owes it to our voters to come and make the case now challenging so this is going to be hannity one-on-one debates let's do it let's do it right i'll do anything i'll ask here's the thing though you owe it to the voters to come and make the case no one's entitled to anything you know you can say oh some poll months before no you got to make the case you got to owe it to the voters so i'm going to show up everywhere i think that that's what you were able to do I like Ron putting uh, Sean on the spot, though. Throw the gauntlet down. Yeah, Put him right on the spot, man, live, on the air. And notice, Sean doesn't say, hey, we'll reach out to him. I'll I'll ask him. him. Yeah, (laughs) I'll ask him. Yeah, okay. Yeah. So we'll see. I mean, hey, you know what? If one of the things that Trump says uh, in avoiding these debates is too many people on the stage, well, how about one-on-one with the top challenger on your side? Yeah. I'd like to see that. I would love to see that. So we won't. But I would love. No, to. we won't. <laughs> we no, we won't. won't. We won't see that. We won't. I don't uh, need to do that with the sanctimonious. Oh, it's he shortened it now. Yeah. It's just a sanctus. Just a sanctus. <laughs> the sanctimonious. <laughs> Too many syllables. Sorry. There. Okay. Desanctus. Sorry. I Short and sweet. <laughs> uh, all right. You know, maybe it's uh, since it's been a uh, pretty heavy load on this Friday, maybe we just uh, show some fun things, some nice things like this video of a dog mm. saving a girl oh, yes, from stuff. a kidnapping situation. Well, At least it this looks is like how it. we're sneaking animal videos in. Yeah, yes. the show now. Oh, we're totally yes. sneaking animal videos. But is this okay. from a ring video? No, this is a guy. The guy goes through it. First. Okay. 
Crazy things caught on camera. Someone was reviewing their security cam footage from this alley behind their house, and they noticed this girl in a red coat wearing a backpack, and she runs off of camera, and she looks terrified. Look. She looks absolutely terrified, so they rewound the mm. video and they found something crazy. So as she's walking along by herself in this alley, this car oh. is going to pull up. The mm. door opens up and a man, you can see right there oh with the hood gosh. on, gets out and he starts to like make a move to grab her. She backs up and she looks absolutely terrified. Now, this is where it gets interesting because the car is going to back up and try to nab her uh. out of the aisle by herself mm. and you're gonna see this dog comes out of nowhere wow. absolutely nowhere comes up aggressively barking at the driver cool the car, nice scares the driver off and saves this little girl's life potentially wow how cool now is the other dog was doing nothing walked away right I, the, at the end of which that, dog are you america i'm the guy i'm the dog that's on the aisle goes you got this. At the end here, after this dog has done the work, the car starts driving away and the other dog walks away. Good, it's over. And he, I'm the done. other dog was in better position because he yeah. was there the whole time oh, just guy. watching. Right, like, I'm, I'm out. out of here. I'm out. <laughs> Funny. Uh, uh, that's yeah, awesome. That, that's a feel good. I like that. Maybe this the second dog. Thing? Maybe the second dog was the lookout for yeah, the lookout. Very, very oh, okay. Yeah, okay. <laughs> He's like, I'm not a part of this. <laughs> this went south. <laughs> yeah. So Tyler Morgan sent me this really cool story there about the cat that, that climbed into this room oh, uh, another, in California. It's not a video. Relax. Video? No, it's right. It's to Pat's it's left. Just a. It's just a photo. Yeah. Let's see the photo. There's a photo. Uh. It, okay. That's in the 60s, all right? They took cat's a picture. Asleep. Yeah, and the name of that cat is Room 8, because that's the room that the cat just crawled through the window on. Huh. Neighborhood cat that just wandered into a classroom. In 1952, <laughs> Elysian Heights Elementary School in Echo Park, California, lived in the school during the school year and then disappeared <laughs> in the summer. How cool is that? Returning to when classes started back up. <laughs> uh, this pattern continued without interruption until the mid-1960s. So from 52 to the 1960s, yeah. Cat did the same thing. Yeah, That's a well-fed Cat. Yeah, that's why it's he like, kept showing up. No right. it's like, I don't have to do right. anything. I just hang out in room eight and eat. I bet awesome. the kids loved that. Jeffy of Cats right there. News cameras would arrive at the school at the beginning of the year waiting for the Cat's return. <laughs> he became famous and would receive up to 100 letters a day Incredible. addressed to him at the school. That is wild. I, I don't think he read any of them. So your letters went completely unanswered. <laughs> which, which, speaks, read one which, of which speaks to the public school system. He's it in does. school every day. Yeah. Never and you didn't to learn read. how to... Bro. We don't know if he's just rude or he never learned how to write. I don't know, but it's uh It's opposable thumbs it? is the issue. I think. Is that what it is? Yeah. yeah. So they, what, do they paint a mural and stuff? We're not asking him to grab cool. things. We're asking him to read. Yeah. <laughs> just to write, you know. Uh, so there was a children's book that came out, A Cat Called roommate <laughs> yeah and now that today there's like a shelter an animal mm -hmm. shelter named after him it's just a, a really look cool magazine thing. ran a three-page roommate <laughs> feature by photographer richard hewitt in uh, november 1962 titled roommate the school cat <laughs> leo kotke wrote an instrumental called roommate oh yeah that was included in his 1971 album mudlark which I love. I can't get I, enough. I, of. I love Leo. Kaki, I actually. played Mudlark uh, the album so often that I favorite wore track. a hole into it. I'm I'm a fan fa of favorite track. Tell us. Uh, roommate was roommate. my favorite uh, by far. Roommate. Yeah, by Hello. far. I loved. 
loved roommate. Yeah, okay. So, I do like Leo Kaiser. The yeah. needle wore a hole in the vinyl. I right? couldn't play it anymore. Just on roommate. So if you ask me now, I don't have it anymore, but I did. Well, now you, you know. just listen to it on Spotify. <laughs> Right. It's easier than right. right. Yeah, go check my list right now. You'll see roommate huh. somewhere in there. Okay, well let's let's do it right no. now. We got time. <laughs> Open it up. And no, I don't I don't have it on us. my phone. It's what? on my iPad. Yeah, right. it's on my iPad. Okay. So mm. then we have this feel good story. This is this is so do great. It. From this eight year old kid. Okay. Put the <laughs> ransom note up or whatever, the threatening letter. Here's the threatening letter <laughs> that a dad received. Uh that's frightening. <laughs> oh yeah. Joel, Joel Berry, <laughs> urgent, E-R-G-E-N-T, mail, urgent mail, open immediately. Awesome. Dear Joel Berry, uh, for your kids, for your kids, <laughs> you must let them watch Iron Man tonight. Oh, no. Yeah. Or what happens? Or you'll be killed. Oh, no. Did that work? Uh, it actually did. They watched <laughs> Iron Man that night, so... Pat Gray, the Blaze Radio Network.